It's very exciting right now. We're about to launch uh, the first set of uh, trading cards in two days. So it's it's um, a lot of work behind the scenes. Victoria and the team and the Discord and everyone is just working so hard right now and everyone's just so excited. But um, yeah, it was, I guess it was just after New Year's Eve and Ava Fabian calls me and I'm like, why is Ava calling me? It's like, it's like weird when you get a phone call from people that you haven't heard from in a long yeah, time. Sure. <laughs> so you kind of let it go to voicemail because you're like, I'm not quite sure what she wants or maybe she doesn't mean to call me. And it was really late at night because our time difference, she's, you know, California and I'm sure. New Jersey. So she's like, I have this new opportunity. Like we want you in this project. It's about NFTs, which back then, like still a lot of people don't know what oh, NFTs yes. are. Um, so I'm like, I don't know. And then I'd been out of Playboy for so long that it's kind of weird to get back in when you're like a mom and you have little kids. And sure. so it, it, you know, I, I first started with, okay, I want to be a part of this. And then little by little I started doing a little bit um of like collage work and stuff because I knew that Victoria was pretty busy so I'm like you guys should be promoting more like you need to get the stuff up and out and tagging and you should tag these people and you should tag and she's like can I just pay you to do this and I'm like yeah yeah you can <laughs> Perfect. So. okay welcome fellow lushes come on in pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard i just have to say uh this this is going to come out a, a week or it's going to come out monday whatever the uh, monday, monday, monday. i don't know what the fuck date monday is um august 1st i think monday august 1st this will come out which means that uh josh potter's latest episode from last week with chase o'donnell is still the newest episode of the josh potter show and i i suggest i i, I recommend not suggest recommend you go watch it because it was hilarious and did you see uh huh. josh potter posted his finally posted something about his dates in chicago so coming up oh can't wait can't wait we'll be there front row front row no i don't know I'm, be in the front row i'm gonna see if he'll put us on the on the list for front row and i would tell we already bought tickets but can you get us like can you get us front row put her, put her up there i'll just be like yeah can you can you since you still haven't worn our shirt well hopefully saving it for that night no that's cool oh we went on the podcast that's right that's yeah cool. well there would be awesome too has but... he picked it up yet <laughs> <laughs> no yeah he told me chris he had, Kristen went and got it um Kristen's the producer of his show uh, um what was I gonna say? Oh, he uh, he's he's in a new studio. He uh, moved out of Ryan Sickler's studio. He's got a new studio for his podcast, and he just moved into a new pl- a new place. He's finally got his own place. Ah, so <laughs> him and him and he just got it clean. So him and him and Sarah Weinshank did a podcast from his new place. Nice, and it was the first thing that they did. And there's no furniture. They're sitting on the floor, and Sarah Weinshank and I have something in common. You. Eating tacos naked on the floor? No. Oh, you well, both you both have, you both have vaginas? Possibly. No, I definitely don't have a vagina. I have a butt vagina. Um, that was really dumb. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we. Uh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, we we both have 
been the one to christen our best friend's toilet <laughs> in their new apartment. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic that she brought it up and on she the episode up. that she christened his new toilet. It is funny that she brought it up. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Good for her. They're, they're funny when they podcast together, too, because they were both really high by the end of it. Nice. They smoked a joint together, and by the end of it, Josh is like, I am so high. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's funny. He is the man. So we gotta, we do gotta. Ah, we don't have to narrow it down, but we gotta. What we're gonna go see in Nashville? If we're gonna go every night's going to comedians. If we're gonna go to one, we're gonna. Go to, I'm definitely going to two. Going to two. Yeah, my I I don't. My, I mean, Jim Jeffries is fine. I go to him, but that I I like saw him before I saw everything else that was going on. I'm loyal to the people that have been on our show, so I'm gonna go see Christina and Chase, and I'm gonna go see Dave. So. So we're we gonna. Do we not want to go to Minnesota? No, I still want to go to Minnesota. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. No. Saw that. And I'm like, um, oh, okay. And see Christina and Chase twice. Yes. I mean, I assume by the second time we see them on the same tour, Christina will be like, "Of course, I'll take pictures with you. Why wouldn't I?" So, you know. We're in. Okay, done deal. And we don't. I mean, that I don't. I don't want to sound like we don't want pictures with Chase because of work. Of course, we do. I love Chase, but we all forget him. Anybody who anybody who sees and knows Chase's personality knows that she's the sweetest person. So it's weird than you, because you don't like her anymore. Apparently, you want to go take pictures with other people and ignoring her. I won't ignore you, Chase. Don't worry, I won't ignore you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Right in a fucking ear hole. You're lucky you're wearing. Yeah. I mean, right in the ear hole. Lucky you're fucking wearing them headphones. Stab you right in the ear. Sometimes you go too far, too far. Oh, I oh, oh too far. Yeah, there, it it would be physically impossible to not like Chase O'Donnell. <laughs> it it would be impossible. So no. Somebody would, got off on the wrong side of the bed off on the wrong side of the bed. yeah i got off on the wrong side of the bed then i had to sleep in the wet spot if you get it but don't ah. uh no i didn't want that during the show i had a yeah i already opened mine too i had a great day actually so i uh that new fucking puppy we'll talk more about that later because we got a pretty girl in the waiting room and uh you don't let a leave a pretty girl waiting you don't you know say it again get it right this time I'll fuck it up again. Nope. Never leave a pretty lady reading. Keep, keep All right. coping skills for you. You think? <laughs> Story of my life. Hi. We finally are talking. <laughs> Perfect. Well worth the wait. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, in some of the messages, you got more uh, shows in under your belt, so we'll have more shows to talk about. Heck so, yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna start with the business stuff because. He and I could talk Dave Matthews all night. So yeah. we want to make sure we get the business in first. Business okay. business first, always. So tonight okay. we're, we're joined by Jennifer Pershing, Miss March 2009, and also the model and asset coordinator for Rogue Bunnies. Yeah. So, yeah. Brand, brand new job. Very exciting. So cool. Thank we, you very much should, for coming on. Yes, we, thank you. We've and made cheers. a nice tequila beverage. So I you can't see it, but I I used my fire dancer glass tonight. Oh, perfect! <laughs> so did we? We we have them as Cheers. well. Cheers <laughs> to you. Uh, we, 
We use them yeah. most every night. Yeah, pretty much. We either have a the Dave Matthews pint glass or the Dave Matthews tumbler most nights that we're with the podcast. So, yeah. As True you know. fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to be. <laughs> yeah. But business first. Well, and I do want to ex explain your new job and that, that title. Let's step. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, go there first. Rogue bunnies. It, Tell us about rogue bunnies and, road and bunny. what? Yeah. <laughs> and then go backwards. That's fine. Which is, that's, <laughs> the, that's the the newest, the latest thing. So yes, new job. Yeah. Perfect. Mm, Heck it's, of a title. It's very exciting right now. We're about to launch uh, the first set of uh, trading cards in two days. So it's it's um, a lot of work behind the scenes. Victoria and the team and the Discord and everyone is just working so hard right now. And everyone's just so excited. But um, yeah, it was, I guess it was just after New Year's Eve and Ava Fabian calls me and I'm like, why is Ava calling me? It's like, it's like weird when you get a phone call from people that you haven't heard from in a long yeah, time. Sure. <laughs> so you kind of let it go to voicemail because you're like, I'm not quite sure what she wants or maybe she doesn't mean to call me. And it was really late at night because our time difference, she's, you know, California and I'm sure. New Jersey. So she's like, I have this new opportunity. Like we want you in this project. It's about NFTs, which back then, like still a lot of people don't know what oh, NFTs yes. are. Um, so I'm like, I don't know. And then I'd been out of Playboy for so long that it's kind of weird to get back in when you're like a mom and you have little kids. And sure. so it, it, you know, I, I first started with, okay, I want to be a part of this. And then little by little I started doing a little bit um of like collage work and stuff because I knew that Victoria was pretty busy so I'm like you guys should be promoting more like you need to get the stuff up and out and tagging and you should tag these people and you should tag and she's like can I just pay you to do this and I'm like yeah yeah you can <laughs> Perfect, so, okay <laughs> yeah yeah so I had to learn you know more intricate ways of like putting the videos together and all of that but it's been it's been a lot of fun actually it's it's nice to have a job that's fun that you can do while you're home and the kids are just driving you crazy but every <laughs> once in a while you know they're having a camp out downstairs right now I'm like don't come upstairs don't knock on the door <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's quite all right we talked with Sarah Elizabeth a few weeks we ago and she told her yeah. kids the same thing and yeah they ended up coming through we just edit that out it's all good <laughs> yeah or if they're funny we'll leave them in yeah that too that too so it's just like i mean how many hours a week do you put into this i mean i'm right now it's a lot because um I, I do the social media but then i'm also kind of managing the ladies as well so okay. if they have questions or if they need help like just today i had to get on the phone and help someone figure out a reel for the first time because it, there's a lot of components to make it you know, it takes a while and um, I'm just like kind of on it all day long. And then I also have two other jobs and my two kids. So it's <laughs> a lot of juggling, but you know, I, I'm really tired by the end of the day and then I just fall asleep and wake there up and go. do it all over again. Do it all over again. <laughs> Isn't that the best part? And uh, yeah, anybody who's yeah. watching you guys knows that right now you're obviously very busy because there's a lot of promoting going on for for Friday's trading card drop and the, and the artwork, the artwork is beautiful. The, uh, the digital, really thing, yeah, they're, they're gorgeous. Um, can you explain to us if somebody wanted one of those on Friday, the steps mm -hmm. to get one? 
Um, it's actually really easy because we're partnered with um, the Flow blockchain and Dapper Lab Labs. So being a part of Dapper Labs makes it a little bit easier because you can actually buy them with a credit card. You don't have to know all of the conversion of crypto oh, and have, okay. have all of those things. So, and we're going to make it as easy as going to roadbunnies.com and there'll be a link right on the website to take you right to the marketplace to purchase them. So it couldn't be easier. Um, and it, it's really going to be cool the way they're being sold in blind packs. So you can oh. choose which kind of blind pack they, so, you know, just like a regular pack of trading cards would be. I was going to say and like then, the old school, you never yeah, know what right? you're going to get. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's clever. Yeah. But then as you trade them up or collect more, then you get more and more access when we have, you know, special events in the rogue mansion that we're building and, and all of those things. So cool. there's a lot of fun, fun things to come with the so project. Yeah. We've heard about the mansion. That's, that sounds amazing. Once it, it comes yeah. out, yeah, right? it's going to be really cool. So it's not I like, a, it's not like a first come first serve thing with these cards you're buying. Like if somebody wanted a specific person, they couldn't go and buy it anyway. So just any time on Friday and going forward, you can go on there and buy packs. Yeah, I believe there's um, you you can you can purchase certain levels because there's so so it's funny because there's Victoria and Darian and Brian who are talking technical things, and then I just kind of chime in with like, "Hi, what kind of link do we want put on this kind of a post?" Like, does it? So I'm like reading through all of this jargon that makes zero sense to me, <laughs> and. So there's going to be, I believe, different levels and, and values of yep. the packs that you can purchase. And then there you have a, so much of a chance to get an epic or a rare or a legendary sure. in those blind packs. So it'll be fun to see who gets, you know, the best cards. And then they go on the secondary market where people are going to want to come collect all of the, um, the collection. Yeah. And then... This is just the first drop of 25. All in all, we'll have 100 awesome. um, trading okay. cards in different variations. So there's going to be there's going to be so many just floating out there. It's going to be great. How but it's a limited run of each set of 25? Yeah, so each girl will have a certain set of NFTs that will go. And then once they sell out, then they sell out. And then it goes into the secondary market, which is everyone buying them from each other at that point so yeah and then was... the next set will come out and then you know we have more drops in the future and then sure. there's the victoria's vision sometimes you just listen like sometimes i'll just get on the phone with her and she just has all these ideas and i'm like how do you keep all of those ideas in your brain <laughs> and then still do the work you have to do today because she's just so visionary in her in her mind she just has all of, she has the whole roadmap. But now she just has to like put it to work and she yeah. gets all the people to do the things that she needs them to do. So, you know, you but she's amazing. It's, it's been a, it's been great to reconnect with her. Cause she was one of, she was actually one of like my favorite people to hang out with at the mansion. Oh, she cool. was just so down to earth, you know, no nonsense yeah. kind of person. So you couldn't yeah. have a better person driving this. I was going to say when you were, yeah. when you were saying she's, she's part of the technical team and, and uh, we've had her on twice and she's explained it to us both times and neither one of us <laughs> still really understand, but, but. Uh, so that's why the trading card is nice because before it was a whole, you had to have a wallet, you had to sign up here, but yeah. Yeah. It's nice. You made it simple, you know, a lot easier this time. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, like I can't, us. I'm not, 
I'm excited to be on the actual NFT side of it and not just the behind the scenes promoting it side. So it's, it's very cool to be an NFT because I never thought in a million years that's <laughs> anything that I would be promoting for myself <laughs> at this point in my life. So, so when Victoria yeah. called the first time, how much knowledge did you have? Did you know anything about <laughs> NFTs at that point? No, um, we, we did a Zoom call actually. So it was maybe 10 of us and it was, it was nerve wracking because I'm like, oh, you have to be like on camera. And it was like right after New Year's, right after COVID, you know, we, we've all been sitting in our houses drinking too much. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, they're not gonna want, they're not gonna want me to do any of this stuff. I'm not in playboy shape, you know? So I'm like freaking out. And then it's like, no, like nothing, nothing in person all through avatar you just have to show up and it's your voice i'm like okay cool i can yeah. do that you know so um yeah i don't i don't know it took me a while to like want to put myself back out there again too because it's you know it's weird when you have i have an eight-year-old and a six-year-old boy and you know sure. they're gonna eventually figure out you know i was in this magazine that yeah you know they're <laughs> they, there's gonna they be will. questions at some point in their life if so they like, don't, do really their, want to put their friends will find yeah. out for them. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm counting the minutes. I know it's going to happen <laughs> right. soon. So, so how um, long has it been since the, the last time you've thought about Playboy or did anything with Playboy? I mean, I moved back to New Jersey in 2011 and maybe like 2013 was the last time I worked a promo for them. And that was that was pretty much around the time where they dropped all of their sponsorships and kind of went in a different direction anyway. So they weren't really using anybody beyond that, but yeah. I started having kids and there was no fitting back into the bunny suit after, <laughs> you know, a couple kids. And <laughs> it's just like, I can't even imagine doing that right now. So I kind of just let it go, sure. but I only really was, in it for a couple of years so it's sort of bittersweet because sure that the high part of it was really amazing but then when it was time to like let it go it was time to let it go but this is great because this is so apart from all of that and we're just paving our own path now so we can make it whatever we want it to be sure yeah as you are yeah and how did your uh, playboy experience get started were you did you audition for the magazine were you kind of found for the magazine Okay, so this is a colorful story. Um, so are you familiar with the band Steel Panther? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, we love them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> are you being serious? Do you know who they are? Of course. We you do. Know, I know who they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. for sure. It's a, it's so, a joke. But we do yeah, know who they so are, I lived, yes. I lived in LA and... I don't, I can't remember how I'm a huge, huge fan of eighties metal. Like it's my favorite genre. Of, it's just it for me. So a friend of mine took me to see metal school. They were metal school back then. Oh. And I just look, I'm like, this is where I need to be every Monday night. This is just it for me. Like I'm off on Tuesdays. I'm going to request off every Tuesday and I'm here every single Monday. So that's what I did. And then I eventually worked my way up to the front of the stage. And then they would bring the little camera around to like hype up the crowd in the beginning. Yeah. And I'm from New Jersey. And <laughs> growing up, you knew at the bar that when you want free drink, you just 
you know wait wait that works in wisconsin too <laughs> just does saying. it yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure it works in a lot of places so anyway so they would come around with that camera because they knew where i would be every week and the, you know so they'd pull me up on stage and do it too not that i'm proud of this at this point but listen it got me where it needed to get me so um I eventually met the bands, like we would hang out in the parking lot afterwards and just like talk and chit chat. The drummer says, I have a friend and he has a question to ask you. And I'm sorry, I have nothing to do with this. Please don't be offended. So he, so backtracking, I watched this movie, The Secret and I'm a big believer in The Secret, The Law of Attraction. So I was like, I'm gonna put this to the test. So for about three months, I'm like, I'm going to be in Playboy. I'm going to be in Playboy. And I would say it every day. And I, I, I got the subscription. I'm like, what do I need to look like? What do I, you know, all the things. So he comes up to me and he says, hi, I work at the Playboy Mansion. I see you here every week. Would you ever pose for Playboy? I'm like, you have to be kidding me. Because I just was for three months going, I'm going to be in Playboy. I'm going to be in Playboy. And here is someone from the mansion saying so i he he gave me his card which was real so the next week i gave him pictures that he took and gave to holly because that was back when holly was still living at the mansion okay and then i got a handwritten note from holly with the studio number and i went in and then i did my test shoot and it was it was like so surreal it how that all came about from steel panther of all places (laughs) right (laughs) you know now I, now I now I understand why you're, you're if you follow the Instagram page enough you, you see a lot of Steel Panther so you uh yeah <laughs> and yeah. loyal to them they were just here in Atlantic City and I just got to see see them and I'm up on stage and the drummer stops drumming to like get up and chit chat with me like right from in the middle of the show he's like no I'll stop drumming I'm gonna come talk to you so it was really fun but those guys are awesome is is it yeah. all they the original my, members since back group. then yeah. Um, well, no, the bass player, okay. uh, Lexi Fox left and it was actually, um, my friend Joe, who's spider, he was filling in, but it was nice. Cause I got to see an extra friend too while, oh, they, were, while they were in Atlanta. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big Motley Crue fan and I saw that you were at the, the, the stadium tour and I was a little jealous. Mm-hmm. We yeah. had, uh, we had actually bought tickets when, when it was supposed to happen before Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we ended up we ended up getting rid of them. I, I don't. I think we went to a Dave. I show think we went to another Dave show. <laughs> so, see, that was my that was my concern because when they rescheduled for this year, it it was rescheduled for the weekend that Dave's always in Camden. Mm. And I said to myself, "Oh no, because I'm gonna I might have to make a choice here. Like, do you? I, I don't know what I would have chosen." to be honest with you, because that, like, I don't, I would have been in either one of them wishing I was at the other one. So that would have, so I was so glad that Dave um, didn't do Camden last year. So that when he came back this year, that was, that weekend was already booked. It's like, oh, that was oh, the perfect. Perfect. Yeah. See, things yeah. work the way they're supposed universe. to work. Yes. Yeah. So how was that stadium show? I mean, it looks from the, from the videos I've seen, it looks intense. It was, see, we were in a club box, which was very nice because it was about 
100 degrees and very humid in oh. Philadelphia that day. So to be down, we I, I did have seats that were down lower, but then we got, you know, off yeah. the seats in a club box. And my husband's not the biggest concert, you know, but he doesn't really want to go. He's just kind of like <laughs> there for support. And so I can get very drunk and he'll drive me home. So um, good man, the right? The, the, right. I mean, come on. So it was air conditioned and there was free food and drink so that he was happy. And then I just stood there and screamed and <laughs> sang all the stuff. Like Def Leppard was amazing. Yeah. And Poison, I've seen Poison a couple of times. They always put on a great show. So it, it was, it was very cool. Awesome. Very How cool. did Vince sound? <laughs> he sound from where I was, he sounded great. I okay. don't know. <laughs> I don't have people in the front. My, it's like I've seen a lot of videos. The thing about a, a concert, though, there's so much echo that anything kind of sounds good. You know, it's the people sure. in the front with the cell phones that are recording, and then yeah. you like hear it back, and it's like, oh. But um, I've actually been on stage with Steel Panther with Vince Neil, oh. and he was singing Kickstarter heart and he put the microphone in my face and I'm like I forget the words stage with Neil and no none of my friends thought to take a video of this happening so I have no way to prove that this happened but it's in my memory so I know that it really happened <laughs> it's a great memory anyways that, I hate yeah. it like that that happened to me once just with a local band where one of my buddies singing and it was some red hot chili pepper song and he and he tried to get me to sing it and I didn't know the words and after the show, I'm like, you just did that because you forgot the words. He's like, yep, that's why I did that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> you do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean... Made me look like the idiot instead of him. <laughs> He's a smart man. Um, right. But yeah, that, that must, must have been a great evening. The, all, the, all those bands are fun. But I have heard that Def Leppard has been really kind of the highlight of the tour so oh. far. It was so good. And then there was... Um, kind of talk that they were going to tour again so if that happens i'm definitely going to go see them again because that i they were very very good i i was very pleased i know i was happy that i wore my deaf leopard shirt that day too because <laughs> they, they really like pulled it out yeah yeah all right where were we talking about motley Crue and deaf leopard we were but i want to hear any playboy mansion oh. stories that you have do you spend uh <laughs> much time there it said you kind of said you did and um, movie night and all that fun yeah i actually lived in the bunny house for about a year and a half so oh fun yeah there's a lot there's i mean there's a lot of stories that have to stay there um <laughs> but uh no i mean it was it was such a great experience um being able to stay there and movie nights and game nights with half where, where there was like six of us and half and we would play uno or Mexican train dominoes every Tuesday night. It was so much fun. Um, just those little things that so many people wish that they would have the chance to be able to do. And it just was like home for yeah. a little while. Um, I had the best roommate, Jamie Edmondson. She was so much fun. She kept me, kept me in line because, <laughs> you know, I was a little wild back then. And, and she's like, listen, 
you just, I need to go to sleep. You need to be quiet. We need quiet time. <laughs> so <laughs> she, yeah, she, she kept me in line. Um, and we had the sweetest of her little dog lived in the room with us and hmm. she was like my best friend. Um, but yeah, I mean, lots of, lots of stories. We had, you know, topless tanning Tuesdays in the backyard at the bunny house. Cause we were just like secluded yeah. in the backyard and we could go over like the parties were amazing. You just walk up to the back gate and the doors would just open for you because you were supposed to be there. It was so cool. It was so, it was so cool. Mm-hmm. And half was just the nicest person. And I'll just never forget that time up there at all. It was, it was so wonderful. Yeah. Is the best word I used to describe it. We, uh, we, we love hearing the good, positive, stories about half um obviously we've heard so many and as uh, you have a do you have a favorite half memory oh gosh yeah actually i do because okay. when i when i was filming my or shooting my um the background story for my pictorial and steel panther was the focus because i, I remember going up to meet him the day i shot my test and i was so scared Cause here you're like driving. I had to drive up there by myself with this little handwritten map from the makeup artist. Cause Holly came in the room and she's like, you should come up tonight and meet half. I'm like, what, what? I don't go anywhere by myself. I have to go by myself. And she's like, yeah, you have to come by yourself. I'm like, okay. <laughs> drive my little car up there. I got a neon at the time <laughs> and door opens up and, and I meet him and she came out and sat with me at the table and she's like, if you could pick any theme, what would it be? And I said, hands down, it's eighties metal. I want to be in like hot for teacher video. Like just, Perfect. I just want it to just be steel Panther. And her eyes lit up. Cause I think because they had their curfew, they could never go see steel Panther because they didn't go on until midnight <laughs> on Monday. So here comes this girl that wants this to be heard. So, you know, so one night we all went out. So all the girls came <laughs> to still Panther with me to shoot. And here comes half down the stairs and he walks right up to me and he goes, so you're the one that's taking my girls out past, you know, 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm never this. He's never going to approve me now. I've, I've made him angry, <laughs> you know? I was, I was, and then after that, I was so nervous the whole night because I had to like make sure, even though they had their own security detail, I'm like, nothing can happen to them tonight or he'll blame me for this. <laughs> there was so much pressure. But um, yeah, no, he, he always had a, a one liner to every situation. And if you ever had a problem, all you had to do was ask and he would find a solution. Mm. And it just was all of these people come in and out of that would come in and out all the time and everyone felt like they belonged there and it was just so nice and it felt safe is the biggest thing like yeah, i always felt safe there. So, that's what we've heard a lot of yeah, yeah for sure mm-hmm. which is awesome yeah um so at, yeah, it was great. at the peak how many girls lived on the mansion at I mean, as girlfriends or like no, just living there. Um, well, the, the house across the street, which is where I lived, 
there was maybe like six or seven of us living in there because there would be like two girls to a room so there was like four or five bedrooms there was probably a good seven girls living there when I was there but they we we would always be traveling or doing different promotions so we weren't ever all there at the same time sure so sometimes I was in that whole big house by myself for like weeks and it would be so like scary but I always had Jamie's dog there with me so I felt a little protected (laughs) plus they checked the doors like all every hour they would walk the grounds and check the doors and wow make sure everything was safe and it just felt so safe it was just so comfortable there I loved it I I was sad when I had to move I when I moved home to New Jersey I'm like do I really have to do this (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be a hard life to move away from right yeah you mentioned movie night and game night on a different, on a specific night, what night was uh, pillow fight night? <laughs> <laughs> well, every night. <laughs> oh, every night. Okay. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I can't. I, I, I know it happened a couple times just to be silly because <laughs> there's like a stigma with living at the Playboy Mansion, but really we all just wanted to watch movies in the movie room. So we would go on a random night and call upstairs and be like Hef can we watch a movie and he would come down with a selection of of all of these movies that he thought we should watch which most I I loved the old movies because it reminded me of watching movies with my grandmother and the Friday movie night was my favorite because it was a black and white movie and there was always popcorn and the Jack Daniels just tasted different at the mansion it was just like so good so I'd get my cocktail and I would Hmm get my popcorn and just like we would get all these big pillows and lay on the ground and just watch the movie um but yeah like he would come and say well how would you like to select from these and we'd be like yeah no could you maybe just put on I don't know what we, we would watch I mean I made the girls watch the money pit one time and they weren't very happy with me after <laughs> I love that movie I mean it's one of my favorite movies but yeah I have a different taste in everything. It seems like than hmm. the people I, I was, actually hang out. With. I was going to ask if, if, since you love all the '80s music, you love '80s comedies, and because they they were just different movie yeah. '80s action. They were just yeah. <laughs> everything of the '80s was the best. I just the other night made my husband watch Footloose with Kevin Bacon, <laughs> and he had never seen it before. And like this, this can't happen. We need to do one '80s movie a week. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. go. Catch you up on uh, at least you know for trivia purposes. You right. never know when you're going to get asked a question. So, do you have a do you have a favorite '80s movie? My favorite, I mean, I'm partial the to Burbs. Breakfast Club. The Burbs, okay, yeah, okay. Mm. Mm. yeah. I'm like, I, I'm a huge Tom Hanks, like Money Pit, like everything he was in in the '80s was hilarious to me. But yeah, The Burbs, Dirty Dancing. Um, I don't know. I could watch the Burbs all day. Yeah. When they used to just play the same movie on repeat over and over and over and over, I would sit there all day as a kid and just watch the same movie over and over <laughs> and over. <laughs> nice. And obviously a uh, Kevin Bacon fan because you went and saw him live. Yeah. Oh, right. You saw that video too. Yeah, that was a very um, that was impromptu because it was the night after Motley Crue and hmm. the the um person that we were there at Motley Crue with was putting on the um the show sort of it was like a charity event and he was performing so he's like you know come through 
so we came through and then all of a sudden Kevin Bacon singing Footloose and I'm just I couldn't even post the whole video because half of the video was just me screaming <laughs> which no one here you know you, you've had a couple of drinks you think you're being cute because you're screaming but all of a sudden it's just noise and it was very embarrassing so I'm like edit the video we'll put the last part on it and then everyone else can actually hear what he's saying or singing but yeah that was he was 20 feet from me it, I was like fangirling so hard <laughs> <laughs> that's cool seems like a good dude too yeah. he does yeah and yeah it's good music it's good music they play good mm -hmm. stuff so so i did see on your twitter hashtag handpicked by half well yeah so rogue bunnies the the, the hundred are the girls that were chosen by half so so we're oh. putting playmates in our project that were actually selected by him while he was alive and running the magazine. So we're, gotcha. this is how we're kind of, you know, paying our tribute to him and, and everything that he did for us in our careers and, and, and all of that by, you know, keeping it the girls that he picked himself. So yeah. that's cool. I like, okay. that. I like that we yeah. keep talking to you guys because we find out little tidbits of new information every time. I, mm -hmm. We certainly hadn't heard that. That's cool. I didn't know where where the hundred came from. If it was just Victoria right. picked some or what, but that's that's a, that's a cool little fact. Right. Well, I, I assumed it yeah. was that you got picked for your 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 spread, but you told the story. I'm like, well, all right, different meaning. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, it's it's kind of our way of like it will. It was my personal way of you know, I used to have like playmate, playboy, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm not really that anymore. I'm, I'm, you know, full steam ahead with rogue bunnies and, you know, handpicked by heft was just that way of making that stand out without it being hashtag playboy, you know, kind of thing anymore. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Little twist. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Make it where, fun. Where, I, where are we? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're gonna say um what do you recall the first time you heard dave matthews and what song it was that got you hooked hooked line and sinker I, you know so i'm a person who i remember experiences from the music that i heard mm -hmm. when i was there so when i was 18 i took my first trip ever leaving new jersey i went to las vegas with um and like my high school boyfriend at the time to go visit um one of his friends. So whenever we were driving around in his car, he was always playing Dave Matthews. Oh. So I kind of was really never a fan before this trip, but then I had so much fun out there and the West Coast kind of spoke to me. And I, I, I knew that I needed to live out there someday. And then when we came back, I'm like, I just want that feeling over and over again. So then I just started listening to Dave Matthews and then you start with the first album. And then, then before these crowded streets came out, which is my favorite that they've ever put out ever. And it was kind of right at that time. Cause it was what? 99. Yeah. Right about there, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So I don't know. And then just every time I listened to the music, I just felt good. You know, and that's what you want music to do for you. So then I was at the time I was working at CVS, was a shift supervisor and the manager of my store, his wife worked for a company that had, you know, a box seat at the first union center in 
in Philadelphia. So he oh. got me tickets through her to go see him. And the first show, I was like, this, I don't care if I have to be in the last seat all the way at the top. Can't see anything. I need to be in the room as much as possible. So from that moment on, I'm like, this is this is my thing. So everyone needs their thing. Yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> you know, nice. it's like it's Dave Day. Don't mess with me. Like it's Dave Day. Don't you be get late. It. Don't make me late. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like this. If I bring you with me, this is a special special experience. You know, I don't just take anyone to a Dave show. Yeah. So and then it was funny because. My husband, I flew home to Atlantic City to do a promo and I had an extra ticket for the show the next night for the winter tour. And it was kind of a make it or break it sort of thing. Like, I have an extra ticket to Dave Matthews, will you come with me? And he went. And it wouldn't have gone any further if he had said no. So <laughs> I bet he's doing this right about now. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Well, may or maybe not, because he has to go to all of them with me and I don't think he enjoys it as much as he did that night but oh well. <laughs> oh well is what i say oh well yeah, yeah there's worse yeah. things he could be doing so i mean worse thing. yeah you could tell him that <laughs> but everything you just said is is so true you know it's our time it's just our thing and um don't mess with it don't mess with it no but do you guys do you guys feel like this too because there's so much i put in this like countdown to the day and it's, you know, this many days till we go. And then after it's over, I feel like I have a couple of days where I'm just kind of real bummed because there's no more to look forward to. Yeah. And I get like, like, there's just such a can't wait for Dave Day. You know what I mean? And yes. then it's oh, yeah. like you go and you scream and you do all the things and they play Gray Street and you just, well, at least I just cry. And then the next day I'm just like depleted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need more concerts. That's why I was hoping to win the Hollywood Bowl. I'm like, I want to win Hollywood Bowl. Oh. I want to go so bad. Yeah. I just have to buy them, I think. I just have to do it. It's worth it. It's a great yeah, venue a great to go venue, to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get back to Dave Matthews Band. How many how many <laughs> shows do you have under your belt? Um, at, I, I really stopped counting okay. at like a 100. Like, because I'm like, okay, this is a little... To, to people it's a little crazy i know that like a lot of people are like need yeah. to know their exact number but i just know that if i can drive to it and i can afford the ticket i'm going to be there for as long as they're touring and yeah. you know it's just that's the only thing see i have a lot of anxiety of doing things but I would never not go to a concert. I would get in the car, I would drive myself and I'd stand there by myself if I had to because I'm not going to miss a Dave show. It's it's just the one, it's been the one constant thing for the past 20 years. Yeah. It's just the thing I look forward to doing all the time. And yeah. just, it it's just like, it recharges my batteries and I just reset every time. It's it's amazing. Absolutely. We're yeah. completely with you. My uh, My old girlfriend, when we were going to all these shows and she would never go with, but we would tell stories when we got back and we, you know, we meet up with people from all over the country to get, and she just was like, well, you're off to your cult again. You, you're, you're, you're part of a cult. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. Well, the I'm best okay. thing, the best thing for me was the, one of the butlers at the mansion 
is a bigger Dave Matthews fan than me. So we've stayed very close, like mm. even after, because when I'm at a show, he's watching the set list, texting me. I can't believe you're getting this one. I can't believe you're getting that <laughs> one. And he's, he started taking his uh, son who he named Carter. Nice. He's favorite person in the band is Carter. Yeah. And um, we just, it it's just Dave people. Mm-hmm just are dave people it's the cool it's just the coolest thing like wouldn't you find out someone likes dave matthews because i feel like there's this line in the sand you either really love dave matthews or you won't listen to him at all (laughs) there's just no one in between right so i feel like once you're on the other side where you're like i go to dave shows okay you're in we can be best friends i know nothing about you but now we're best friends yeah, in, <laughs> it is. in for life yeah and it is one of the yeah. show you know one of the concert i always say that you could go alone if you had to um because you'll meet up with great people and, within minutes yes. and yeah nice people yeah and nice I, people i know and, I, and i'm like, just i, I guess, dance the whole show so i don't care who's around me but once once the show <laughs> yeah, starts I, i'm I done do yeah i i had this um because i'm from new jersey so when i lived in california i had this you know wall I was not very, I wasn't openly nice to people that I didn't know. So I took my one friend as my plus one and I always used to buy their ticket because I always felt if I buy your ticket, you can't complain. (laughs) Just come with me. Don't complain. I bought your ticket. You get a free show. I'll buy a couple drinks. Let's just go hang out. So I would, you know, pack my trunk with like extra beer and extra solo cups and that we'd be in the parking lot and I'm handing out cups and she looked at me and she goes why are you being nice to these people you don't know them <laughs> I've never seen you be nice to people before and I'm like, Dave people these are my people she's like this is so weird <laughs> she was like so weirded out but uh, no it's just, it's just a different type of person that likes Dave and yeah. you just feel safe at there like, oh yeah do you know you don't see fights breaking out and people no. pushing each other and right. all of, you know if someone brings a kid to the show everyone makes sure the kid gets up front it's just very family Respects. oriented yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm with you i've uh i've now brought my daughters both my daughters many times oh really yeah yeah i'm, I'm getting there once mine can stay up that late because the one thing I won't do is leave early for a child at a Dave show. So they've got to be able to stay up. <laughs> right. Every man for himself at this point. Yeah. Kid, if and, you're sleepy. And then I'll spend, yeah. Drink a Red Bull. The tickets are too too expensive to leave early. I'm yeah. there till the end. <laughs> so with, with, a, with 100 shows under your, under your belt, I can s- safely assume you don't have a particular favorite show. But do you have a favorite venue? No, I do have a favorite show actually. And it was last year. Um, My husband got tickets for me in uh, Maryland. They played at the, it was a Meriwether Post Pavilion, if I remember that correctly. So that's about three hours from us. And I think um, my my parents were supposed to watch my kids, but then my dad got COVID. And then it was like, what are we going to do with our kids? So my friend, um, my, my friends were like, you're not missing this. I'll take your kids for the night. I'm like, really? <laughs> this was their first like sleepover at a friend's house. I'm like, I hope they're good for you. But this is Dave Matthews. So bye. Like, <laughs> yeah, thanks right. so much. 
So we drive down. The venue was amazing. It was so small. And we had seats that were literally like one row elevated above the pit. So I, it's just like me and them. It's like they were like playing for me. And the song that I've been chasing for 10 years, write a song, like chasing oh. it, chasing it, chasing it. The only time I was at a show they played, well, I wasn't at the show. So they did the DMB Caravan in Atlantic City and they did three nights on Baderfield. And the night that we had a wedding to go to, so I couldn't go to that show, they Ooh. played it. And I was in the same town while they were playing it and it, <laughs> that, that burned. So I never quite got over it. And that was the song I wanted. And I just kept like humming the tune. And every time a song would end, I'd hum the tune to my husband. And then he started singing it. And my husband was like, I wish you could have seen your face because he was singing it. And it just was that moment. And I, I, it was, I'll never forget that show. As long as I live, it was the best show. And it was such a random, here we got tickets. Let's just make it happen, you know? Yeah. So, yes, I do have a favorite show. But I think oh, you know, perfect. when you've been to that many shows, it's and you narrow it down to a moment like that, that you know, totally elevates the entire yeah. show. So yeah, totally get that. I was I was also at the show the night Leroy passed away when they played Staples Center yeah. in, in Los Angeles. I was at the shows both of those nights too. And Ugh. that's when they brought 41 back, which was my favorite song back then. And they never played it. They never played it. I, I just wanted 41. I have it tattooed on my neck. It's it's my song. And the night Roy died, or they played all his favorite songs. The second night they played all the songs that he didn't like to play. So Dave goes, Roy hated this song. And then he goes into 41 and I just start crying. So I'm mm. like, I'm getting my song. But then I realized I hadn't gotten it for so long because he didn't like playing it. And then it yeah. was like... They play it all the time, which is awesome. But that those two shows were very memorable. Also. Yeah, I oh, I can imagine. Yeah, I've just heard. I've just heard like the bootlegs of them, and just the emotion in Dave's voice when he first when they first walk out on stage is like, woo. Yeah, it's a lot. It yeah, a big one. That, there wasn't a dry eye in the place, except for all the people who were the plus ones. Or like, what is wrong with all of you people? Because <laughs> everyone was just crying. Yeah. And then there's the other person standing there. Like it was like every other person crying and every other person going, "What? Like, what did I get myself into?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, but that's so true. Yeah. And yeah. not that we ever wanted to see it, but yeah, it would be. It'd have been great yeah. to be there. So you're. Uh, are you close? You go to. Do you go to the SPAC shows? No, I'm I'm about four hours away, and okay. that is definitely on the bucket list of you know if if I had infinite money, yeah, like let's hope these NFTs take off and I've got a little extra, little extra money because it's going to go straight into Dave Matthews shows. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely want to go there, and I you know I have a, a friend in Virginia Beach. I would like to drive down there at some point. I would love to. See, I just want to go to all the shows where they get all the best shows, and yes. back is like they get the best shows there. They, they do get so some, that yeah, for sure. And the gorge, I have to do that at least once. Yeah, we did. We, we did finally our, got there last year. Yeah, last year was our first one. Oh, you did? Yeah. When That's half the band exciting. was out, so it was uh. Right. Right. The, yeah. But so. how unique was that gorge experience, though? Right. I mean. Yeah. 
you have to like they could have just canceled it but no they like kept it going i, right. I thought that was very cool i did and i mm-hmm. you know and there were a few people on you know posting and complaining and it's uh, just yeah, like you said course. why complain they're yeah. you know they're they're doing something about it and they're making the best of it and instead experience that yeah I, i'll never forget well yeah we saw shows and nobody's yeah. ever going to see again i mean right you know you're never going to see that configuration again so and they're fortunate yeah, enough to have guys sure. on the stage that are so talented that they can Make you know buddy moving over to the drum set and i mean it's crazy yeah that was so cool he's amazing by the way he brings so much to that band he does i, I really like watching him play yeah we, we got to meet him buddy a couple <gasps> you did yeah yeah that's exciting right when he started <laughs> well he, he kind of goes we, you know we just started he just started and he's like let's reach out to that guy he's new <laughs> well yeah we we created shirts that just said hashtag buddy strong since 2018 and i had put them out yeah. on on the on the twitter well i don't remember where but I, and i tagged him and he messaged me back and he's like how do i get one of these and i'm like you no of way. course you can have one what do you mean so we were we were going to shows out in California and we yeah he he had just had a bring they had security bring us back just to him. And just we, to him. we didn't get to meet any of the rest of the band, but he was super cool. Really That's nice. Thing. Yeah, I I got to go on Carter's bus actually, Hollywood Bowl. Mm. Like I think it was 2010. That was a cool experience. And the, like so my friend Deanna Brooks, who's also um one of the rogue bunnies in the first okay. drop. She had a friend who grew up with Carter, got oh. us all backstage passes. Yeah. So we're on the bus, but the whole night it's, you're going to like, I'm going to, you're going to meet Dave. You're going to meet Dave. And I'm like, okay, but I'm not going to tell myself that I'm going to meet Dave because if I don't meet Dave, I'm not going to be disappointed. And I didn't meet Dave and I have not yet met Dave. It'll happen someday, but everyone had Sharpies. Cause I always said I was going to have him sign me and I was going to go have it tattooed right right as he did it like i would yeah. leave there and go have a time but like thinking further if i ever met him i would have him draw me a picture and then i would have that tattoo i think oh, that would yes. be a little bit cooler but yeah i was i was on and i met um tim reynolds and it it was so surreal that i feel like i met more people but i kind of was in that realm of i can't believe this is happening to me right now kind yeah. of uh fog so but that was that was another memorable night so many memorable nights with dave matthews fans gotta love it they they kind of all are i think isn't that the truth yeah i I don't yeah you know people that leave early like you said and um uh people that complain i'm like what it's dave live what more you know i don't care what song he plays if he wants to what what would i be doing better right now right exactly and just how they never play the same show twice because if i had gone to the motley crew stadium tour two nights in a row i would have heard the same exact show on friday and saturday night but if you go to dave on friday and saturday night you're not going to get maybe one song will right. double up if it's a brand new song and he right. wants to sure. hit everybody with that song you there's in a hundred shows i've never seen a duplicate show yeah. So every ticket is worth the money. It's, it's, I mean, you, you don't have to convince me, obviously. I should have worn my Dave shirt. I almost did too. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. We, we don't need to be convinced either. Do you, do you have any more shows this year? Are you done for the year? I don't. 
it's I don't I'm going through my little mourning phase right now because I'm I'm kind of sad but I'm like maybe I can maybe I can work out Hollywood Bowl I don't know that's the one I really want to go to because it's the last two dates of the tour and it would be nice to visit everyone in LA and Victoria's headed back to the west coast tomorrow actually so I would like to connect with her and some more of the rogue bunnies maybe call it a work trip you know (laughs) just think of that it's a work trip tax tax right off (laughs) we're Mm -hmm. uh we're making we're making the trip out to colorado for the two shows right after the gorge so we are awesome our last two shows for the year it is um we didn't hit 100 like you but no and sadly we're gonna end both for some reason both of us have the same number of shows even though we've gone to different shows for some reason we're so We'll hit 49 after Colorado. So I'm like, if they retire after this year and I don't at least hit 50, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> don't say that. They're not retiring. <laughs> no, they got new Rolling Stones are still performing. The yeah. Words, the words, yeah, no. Dave Matthews will go on for forever. <laughs> yeah, we, we got they plenty of time. What would I do? <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? There, there really isn't anything else out there like that. So yeah, what would we do? I don't know. No. Where, yeah. Where would I spend all my money? <laughs> that's why we work to go see dave now that my kids are out that, that's exactly yeah that's exactly what we do <laughs> yep. kids you're on your own dad's going to dave <laughs> but wait now mm-hmm. I, have, I have a question to ask kind of a little bone to pick then because you you had just recently had a post you were at some beach club thing with music and you said the best day of music all summer <laughs> okay so <laughs> i like all music so so a day like a dave show will make me just as excited as the night that i went to the club performance of method man and red man because (laughs) i like all music i that was that was one of the best nights of my life i have to say they they were standing on the podium where my table was and they were performing for the crowd (laughs) and they were like i could touch them and it was just so cool i just feel like if you like all kinds of music Mm -hmm. you're always going to have a good time no matter where you are and um so the dj that was there at the day club he plays like the 2000s rave music that all the kids used to spin the glow sticks to in the club kind of thing so it's it's just the fun music from just you just remember when you were younger but now everyone at the day club is my age and they're not 12 and it look like, you know, 12 years old looking. It's like an older crowd, but everyone's just going insane. And the music was great. And it's my husband's favorite day of the year because he used to be one of the glow sticks and people. And I never did that, but I don't understand it. I don't have the coordination. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, like I just, there's something about music the ocean breeze yeah. people drinking yeah. watching the, like watching them all spray each other with champagne which i think <laughs> is the silliest thing that anyone could ever do yeah, right but they all love it it's just yeah. people watching at its yeah. finest so yeah, and obviously obviously i'm just messing yeah. with you um because like when i ask you when i ask you your favorite show or your favorite show of all time you know if i ever get asked that for me the answer is always well the last one i was at because Every time I go to live music, it's the best, you know, I agree with you. It's the best yeah. day ever. It okay. is. So the whole yeah. day. You just have to keep 
keep you know recharging the battery with it it's just really it's live music in general yeah if dave was here every week i'd go every week and i'd never get tired of it you know that's right. why i went steel panther every week for two years never <laughs> missed a week so. that's crazy wow so you did yeah. you did post that uh, when you did go see him in in new jersey you missed the first song because of a you said you had a story of why you missed the first song <laughs> yeah. so so now after COVID, they've got this clear bag policy, which is super fun. So <laughs> you can park a mile away and walk all the way to the show and then they bag. And if your bag is what one inch too big, which mine was one inch, had nothing in it, just money, my ID, maybe a lipstick, a little liquid IV packet in case I drank too much. Like, <laughs> wasn't smuggling anything in that was really bad. Nope. So you can either go coat check your purse in the garage in the back. And immediately I'm thinking, okay, after a concert, I'm going to want to go home, not stand in the line to wait to get my purse. So I had to run a mile oh. back to my car <laughs> to drop my little purse. And thank God I wore pants with pockets because I'm shoving my phone and my ticket and all of my things. And then I had to run all the way back oh no as i'm and then you're now you're back in the same long security line and by the time we got in but it was shot he was playing shotgun which that song makes me sad anyway so i'm kind of glad i missed it because i that would have just like set that off on a like a sad note like i i i'm not a fan of that song because it's to me it's very sad but yeah the the um, lyrics are (laughs) yeah it's it's just a little it's a little much but um yeah, I was so mad because I like I like when the lights go down and the crowd stands up <laughs> and everyone cheers and he kind of just walks out. Oh, yeah, it's just that the moment. best. It's just the best. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I miss that. What you were saying, leading yeah. up to it, and then it has its beginning. You know, he yeah. walks out, and then the like light. halfway through, you're looking at your phone and you're like, okay, we got an hour left. <laughs> like, like. I have okay. We've got a half hour left. Right. The time is like ticking down. Oh, it's such an experience. I'm so glad that they do that for us because. Oh yeah. You know. Well, at least it wasn't a bad story, like a tragic story, I should say. <laughs> no, that's good. No, I mean tragic in the way that you know. I mean, I had to run, <laughs> and then I was just like hot the whole time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how I, I like twisted my ankle. I could hardly walk for like the next week because I'm old now. I shouldn't be running <laughs> after drinking a couple seltzers. Whatever. <laughs> right. I find next when time you... I'll bring the clear purse. You know, living. Yep. Life. There you go. <laughs> I find a perfect way to when you go into a Dave show is just to buy one bottle of his wine, and it lasts the whole show sipping Mm -hmm. and it's it's the perfect amount for the for his show yeah for my myself there you go there you go (laughs) i don't just i don't share just for you yeah no because they pour it in that carafe and you just drink it out of the carafe yeah the last Mm -hmm. two shows though i uh i had my my youngest daughter with me and we we shared the crop the 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 wine so that was nice she's 19. okay (laughs) fine It's not like it was, I didn't want you to think she was like. Your child, you can do whatever you want. I just thought she's 12, eight. I'm like, wait, 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 no. I did break the law. She was a mess. But, um, no, dad might have been. No judgment here. No judgment here. You do do need to put Alpine Valley on your bucket list as well, because our our home venue is, 
it's it's beautiful and if uh i mean it's not the gorge nothing nothing will be the gorge but but for uh, the midwest it's amazing yeah it's definitely the holy grail of the midwest you know so yeah i think i, I would like my my main goal in life has always been to win enough money to follow a whole tour yeah just uh, get my own tour boss and just follow behind them and just right like go to all the stuff no uh, one would go with me maybe you guys would yeah, yeah. Would, <laughs> i'll quit tomorrow yeah i have no yeah right i have no problem <laughs> Like really need to hit that mega millions because that's what I was gonna do the rest of the tour. But you know, one billion dollars tonight or Friday that's night. Insane. Yeah. Oh, mega millions. One billion dollars. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Can we write that off as a business expense? Does Let's that come? <laughs> yeah, we're in for the tickets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um. Uh, so good luck with the the the, the rogue bunnies. Friday night, huh? Is right. a big yeah. lunch. Friday, Friday. So fr I, it'll happen sometime on Friday, and then we're gonna have a um a, a like a party on on Twitter Spaces on Friday night. So if you guys aren't busy, cool. Pop in. We'll post the link as soon as we have it. We will. And yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah, I think we're I think we're gonna be podcasting on Friday night. So we'll definitely uh we'll mix a little bit of that into the podcast. It'll be fun. Yeah, do that. Yeah, cool. We'll cool. come say hi. We yeah, absolutely. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we uh thanks for having me. We got this. And if yeah, if you're ever uh if you're ever in Wisconsin and you're at Alpine Valley, let us know because we will be there. <laughs> we'll definitely do that. All right. Absolutely. Thanks so much, guys. All right, have a good night. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously though, get your asses out of here. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric Cast. Electric Cast.